ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you. Really quick at the top of the show, if you could please five-star rate and review. Guys, those five stars, they go a really long way. And I want to see some reviews. I want to know if you're tired of David. I want to know if you want me to stop talking. I want to know if you want to know what how much money David has in his bank account, because I really want to know too. So if you could please five-star rate and review, they go a really long way. Uh, and not only that, I've been saying this for the last couple of shows, but if you're trying to save money on Redcon 1, then look no further. You can use promo code T20JARPS. That's T20JARPS at checkout, and you'll save 20% on your whole order. Shout out to Redcon 1 for sponsoring the show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I am JARPS Journey, a.k.a. John Arpino. Today, I'm joined alongside my partner in crime, Fit underscore DRock on Instagram. That's David Roden. I'm just, I'm just amazed that this was smooth. Like, and I've kept, I kept my mouth shut. You did. I, that, when, I, when I gave the point, that was like, that's when you usually say das hello. Das hello. Thank and, you. uh, but and today, was- nope. And today we're joined alongside by one of my favorite individuals, a real OG in the ALG community. My man, you may know him as Jay. I know him as Jared. It's Jay's crushing on Instagram. My oh, and TikTok. Excuse me, because I forgot. Yeah, actually, fucking taken over. Actually, considering um, considering how how all three of us are going to understand this, since technically Jay has the biggest social media following, he's the cool one in the group, and we're just kind of losers. Because that's how right. this works. Yeah, guys, we're just here to ride off Jay's coattails. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, he shares, hopefully he shares us in a story. He tags us in the company. And then, you know, maybe we'll make it. Maybe but we'll make it. That was the okay. best intro thus far. That was smooth. Side sure. note, I'm side impressed. note. Uh, I, I will put it out there. I think Jay is more financially savvy than me. I'm just going to put it out there right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. All I remember is early OG. Um the uh, ALG days when I made the mistake, this was my doing of making ALG too general. When I like, obviously I live life, the six areas of life, physical life, mental life, spiritual life, relationship life, community life, and money life. When I added that to the app, Jay was so lit that there was going to be financial conversations. And the fact that that flopped so fucking hard, <laughs> I feel like the only post within financial is Jay saying, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah. But wait, not only that, I just need to let everyone in cyberspace know one thing. I know a lot of you out there are part of discords right now. For some reason, discords have taken the fuck off. But ALG was on discord before discord was discord. I just want everyone to fucking know that. All right. And we may have to bring it back just for that. When I when this kid, David, told me, yeah, let's go on discord. I was like, what the fuck is that? And now everyone's using it. Everybody. Jay, Jay's been in the ALG community before we even had Zoom. We were doing on shitty Discord. You remember how many times you get dropped during? Yep. Oh my gosh! Constantly, someone's getting dropped from the call. 
and oh my gosh too fun. and then the the amount of conversations okay before, we, we got to pivot back here because we can go in that for this um <laughs> Jay, I, I would love to have you kind of share the thumbnail sketch of yeah. your transformation thus far, just so the viewership knows. Um, obviously, I'm a huge proponent of listening to people who have successfully done what you're trying to do. They have some some tips and some tricks. And so kind of share the, the thumbnail sketch of your transformation thus far. And obviously introduce yourself because I you know, really didn't do a good job of doing that. Yeah, yeah, you're good. First, it's bizarre for me to hear you say, hear from somebody that's done what people want to do, because I'm still trying to do what, you know, you guys have done. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> yeah, Jared, Jay crushes it on Instagram. Uh, started to get my shit together July 1st of last year. Um, I was at 480 pounds. And then I weighed in this morning at 271. So yeah, down 209 pounds in like almost 14 months. Let's um, fucking go. Wild. Yeah, Wild. it's been, been an adventure. Fucking a big adventure. And, and not yeah. to mention, um, I think it's always important to know the the physical transformation is fantastic. Um, obviously, you, you talk about it constantly. You're still in that process of the mental side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like to pe- I like for, for, the, for the listeners to understand where Jay came from from the first ALG community call at the beginning of his journey, he was like three days in. Yeah. And we're on this community call. Shoulders are like this. And we, at the time, and we still do this, like you don't have to talk, like right. no one's forced to talk. And, but just kind of vibing with people. And, and I remember J- Jay just sitting there like this head down, slumped over. I'm just here to listen. Okay. Yeah. No, no big deal. And I just want to preface that with, I think ALG was either four days old or a week old. Oh, 100%. That, that was the first community call. I, yeah, I think it was. So, so again, okay. this happened on the Discord. Zoom didn't exist yet. Podcast didn't exist yet. We got our first group of people together in a room. Me and David are ecstatic. And then it's then Jay pops in, right? So Jay's in an empty garage with nothing around him, sitting in a chair, arms crossed like this. And he goes, I'm, I'm not, not talking. talking. <laughs> All right, bud. No problem. All, I have all no 480 pounds are. of you. Yeah. Uh, beard down to here i'm not talking all right cool i'll okay. text in david on the side i don't think this kid's ever coming back i don't think he's coming back and i don't even, came back I don't even know why too. he's here and dude and then you were you didn't talk for the first what three three calls i'd say more than that i think without doubt yeah and then and then kind of that whole the whole sequence from there on out um but what has that um what has the process been like for you? Cause I, I know yeah. people are always going to ask this question and I know I love, I love the fact of how you say this because it is true, which is you're not necessarily doing the most sustainable route and you acknowledge that, but it's getting you hella results right now. And so what has been your process over the last 14 months to lose 200 pounds? Yeah. That's actually something I'm pretty stoked to talk about too. Cause I, it's changed in the last month or so. so really? Ooh, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing that. But yeah, the first, and man, I remember hopping on that call before we get into it and just the state of mind I was in at that point was just, I mean, I can't even picture myself still being back there. And I was there because, you know, I told myself I was going to, I have to get the help with my mental health and uh, my therapist or whatever is like join a community about something you know join you have to have support but now I was still so ashamed of how I got that far that I wasn't you know friends and family like no chance I'm sharing what I'm trying to do with them Mm -hmm. and I found out ALG yeah that was the first call so um yeah 
sorry, what was the question? I just wanted to touch just on. like your so I, I'm looking. I didn't know you changed it. So up until yeah. last month, what has been right, your process? Right. And then what are you? How are you yeah, changing? How'd you changed it? Yeah. Yeah. So day one, I've been um, hardcore grinding every single day. Um, first day, I was in the gym, and every single day since then. Well, actually, the first three months, I ate the exact same thing every day. Yes. Um, because I, it's I talked to my brother, you know, and he's my brother's a bodybuilder, and he's like, "This is how you do it: calorie deficit." And he's he gave me all of my macros, and he's like, "Hit this every single day." And dude, it was so hard because in my mind, it cemented like this is exactly what you have to do. So I found the meals that would hit that, and I just did it over and over again, and it worked, man. I lost a shit ton of weight in the first two months, mm -hmm. and he only had me on a small deficit, but. It was it was switching from the, my lifestyle before to that type of eating was so hard because it was so much food. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, I'm making myself sick trying to eat all this fucking chicken. You know what I mean? Yep. And so after that, I just did my own research and started talking to people. And then I'm like, okay, it's calorie deficit. I'm still taking his things like lean protein. I'm still doing low fat, but I don't give a shit about carbs. I don't give a shit about the rest of it. I'm focusing on whole foods, lean protein. And then just make a tremendous deficit. Okay. And then what's your, what was your deficit at the time or what were you focusing on? He had like for like, anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, even know what calorie deficit is, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he figured out, you know, the math equation or whatever you can do it online too. It's like TE or whatever, yeah. but, and he's put me at like a five to 700 deficit, I think a okay. week. And I mean, I'm sure me and him were both. I mean, the, the numbers when you're 480, like who knows? You know? Oh, it's not. Right. I agree. I, I've never yeah. been a fan of that because it's like you put TDE calculator at 480 pounds. It says your basal metabolic rate's like 30, 3,800, 4,000 calories. And I'm like, yeah, that's still yeah. ridiculous. Well, and, and for me, though, it was like my problem. We touched on this before. My problem was mostly alcohol, not food. So I've yes. never eaten that amount of food before. And now mm -hmm. trying to do that, it was so damn hard. Mm -hmm. And I kept getting frustrated, dude. I remember even calling him one time and like choking up in tears, like, dude, I can't fucking do this. I'm sick. Like, I eat so much food and then go to the gym. I'm literally making myself sick. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. And then after that, I mean, I slid kind of to the darker side of the calorie deficit, like, yo, how low can we go and still be fine? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those days. we had those conversations. Yeah. yeah. I think at one yeah. point you were what barely eating 800 calories a day. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate to admit that. Cause I never want somebody to like, look what I did and be like, Oh, he did that. Wow. I can do that because yeah. it, that was not good. And I was going to the doctor all the time and I was still working out, but, but this is an important piece. Like when you're big, you got muscles under there. And if you want to lose weight and you don't want to lose those damn muscles, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and I've been, and I was in the gym every single day, lifted every day, yeah, you were. except like Sundays. And I was still, I was getting weaker. I could physically tell that I was lifting less weight. Yep. And that's when I'm like, oh shit, you know, we got to switch it up a little bit. Um, and just raise those calories a bit. But yeah, for the first year it was no cheat meals, no days off, except like the scheduled rest days, active rest days. You know, I had, I hadn't had a cheeseburger in over a year, you know, <laughs> I just, and once I started seeing those results, man, it's so addicting. Like mm -hmm. I have an addictive personality anyways. Once I started seeing that, I was like, yo, let's, let's go. Right. Um, and then, yeah, but to, in the last month or so, <clears throat> I've allowed myself a couple, I mean, whatever you want to call them, off-plan meals or whatever. 
like, well, I did, at, first of all, after the first year, I did two weeks of maintenance calories, what I would guess those was at. Because okay. my brother's like, dude, you did a deficit every day for a year. Take a break. Let your body readjust. And so I did. And then I only gained like one or two pounds, I think. So we were pretty close. Oh, so you did pretty. What was that number? Do you have it or no? Um, I think I was at, I was like at 290s then, I think. Okay. But yeah, so I had already lost 190 pounds. Um, and then, yeah, this last month I've allowed myself, like I had a cheeseburger when I was on vacation, you know, nice. like, I still make sure I'm in a deficit, but not every day has to be jam packed with protein and nothing. That, Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's, and then also like I started going on a couple of dates and stuff and you don't want to be the rope the robot that goes to a nice restaurant is like yo i got a grilled chicken salad chicken you know like <laughs> and, and you know so yeah just enjoying a few more things and my weight loss hasn't slowed down i'm still grinding i still make sure i'm in a deficit but i'm just kind of relaxing a little bit like mm -hmm. i think a lot of it before was just me like thinking i got to punish myself because yes. i messed this up i got to fix it and so i just I call it grinding, man. That's just all mm -hmm. I did is grinding every fucking day. Well, that was kind of your narrative uh, during all the first calls on ALG was that was the picture you're painting. I need to punish myself. You know, I did this to myself. You know, I was an athlete back in the day, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, you know, you again, you were grinding. There's no doubt about the fact that you were grinding. Were you doing it in the safest way possible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't write a book tomorrow, Jay, and be like, this yeah. is how to lose This is how to do it. Yeah. yeah. No, but hey, my, my two cents just real quick is I was going to my doctor frequently. Yes. You know, no, I know that. I no, you were. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah, I, I do think, and again, the, the one thing to me when it comes to the strategy you took, and this is where I get in some discussion, I, I, I push back on some, even some dietitians, some nutritionists, stuff like this, where it's like they think that these super deep, um, nutrition plans are absolutely, um, oh, is that Jeeves again? Get the fuck out of here. No fucking way. Nice. With Thanks. the rose? With the you rose and the quest did bar. You do no, he just, he just totally just by his own, his own doing. I got, I got, I got a Kirkland <laughs> bar and a rose here. Wait, you did that thank on you, purpose, thank right? You, sir. Thank you, sir. No, that was thank not on you. purpose. <laughs> I need to just, I'm sorry for those not watching and you're just listening. Last week on the ALG community call, this man had his food personally delivered by someone into the room on a plate and said, here you go, sir. And he <laughs> ate it in front of everybody on the ALG community call. Sounds so now great. what just happened was that same person who I'm just referring to as Jeeves now just Chives? came in. Jeeves. His name Jeeves. is Jeeves. He came in with a Kirkland Quest bar on a plate with a rose and handed it and said, here, sir. And I like told him, more? and I said, peasant, what are you doing? This is not the right time for that. So all those things in your head that you believe about David are 99% true. <laughs> Thanks. That's my roommate, Tom. He's a savage. Roommate Tom. That's too funny. <laughs> you know, Alfred was technically Batman's roommate, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. For those listening at home, if you agree, five star and rate the fucking show. Side anyway. note. <laughs> so going back to what I was saying, and this is where it's like, this, uh, there are great success stories of people going crazy low deficits. Now you got to plan afterwards. Like you got to figure out how you're going to sustain it afterwards. Right. But like this idea that if you go below your basal metabolic rate, you destroy your body. It's not true. Like there are plenty of success stories of that not being true. So it's like, now it may have its influence, but again, like, I just don't, I don't like playing this game of like, well, you did it wrong. 
he's at the fucking results. <laughs> so, so for so, me, go sorry, go ahead, John. No, no, no. All you, all you. Cause I'm I was just, gonna pivot. yeah. Um, for me and I get that a lot, like, well, you know, it's not sustainable. You're going to gain it all back. Mm-hmm. The crazy restrictive. You can't do that. Like, but people don't understand me and my mindset and how significantly my life has changed. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact in my heart, I will never go back. Yeah. Like I, ex- and I have these goals like that don't end when I hit my goal, you know, I'm getting jacked exactly. after that. I'm like, it never ends for me. And yeah. I, I think that was a really big reason why you and I kind of related to each other a lot is because like, you know, you just said before, you've lost 200 pounds in 14 months, and then you gave yourself the opportunity to have a cheeseburger, right? I lost 278 pounds in two years. To this day, six years later, I haven't had a slice of pizza because in my mind, I haven't earned that yet. You know, I had pizza for as long as I can remember. I don't need that yet. So like, I understand what it means to have massive goals because you've come from such a dark place that you need to hit these things. And it's not punishment in your head. It's just a driving force because you know you're worth so much more. You know, there's, and this is going to sound fucked up. And like, I don't want anyone listening to this taking this the wrong way, but there's a difference between being in a place that you don't want to be and knowing mentally this is not where you're supposed to be. And then being in a place where you ended up and you just, are there and you just don't care. And okay, this is where I'm going to be forever. You know, whether that's being broke, whether that's being overweight, whatever the case may be. So like when push comes to shove, the harder it gets, that makes me and guys like Jay and guys like David strive for it so much harder because it's going to be that much fucking sweeter when we get to whatever the the goal of the day is. You follow Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Does that make sense to everyone here? So I want to pivot for a second because for people who have listened to this podcast, you know, religiously, you've heard Jay's story before, and I don't really want to rehash Jay's story right now. What I want to talk about is the Jay that we know now. So the Jay that we talked to then, he was in the midst of his journey. You know, he had some big things coming up. This Jay is changing the world. And I want to know how. I want to know when it happened, how it happened, and what has happened since then. Uh, changing the world, man. Again, you're throwing me off just because I feel like I'm still working on myself. But yeah, it's been crazy. So, man, I don't even know where to start. So a lot of this, you guys know, because I had a private Instagram account that had like 400 followers, right? And I kept it private till for a long time. And I'd never posted anything social because I was still working through the mental aspect of where I got. And I still do, if I'm being honest, carry some embarrassment and shame with how far I let myself go. And every time Mm -hmm. I post that stuff, I still think like, man, my friends and family are going to see this, you know, but coming to grips with that and understanding that it wasn't a secret and understanding that by sharing that, it actually makes them care more because now they're, I'm kind of letting them in on my life. But yeah, so uh, in February, I downloaded this app called TikTok, man, and <clears throat> didn't know how it worked. And I thought, like, I have zero followers. I used to be a video editor. I used to work in news. So I'm like, this video editing is pretty dope, and it's a free app. Made a video, downloaded it, put it on my Instagram with you guys that was private. And then I went, I actually went to therapy that day. And I was in there and she's literally talking to me like, yo, you've lost so much weight. Why are you still hiding? Why are you still locked in your garage? Why haven't you told anybody? Why don't your friends and family know? Like, why are you hiding? You should be riding that on the side of your truck and screaming it to everybody. Like, hey, I lost 120 pounds or whatever it was at the time. And I was like 
thinking about it. And then I pick up my phone when I get outside and I have like 500,000 views on the first thing I posted. And I fucking panicked, dude. I was like, what the fuck did I do? I thought it was a virus on my phone. Instantly hit delete. And then it popped up like confirm. And I was like, damn, like I just had this conversation. And I, so I just kept it, man, and decided to run with it. Um, and that's another thing too, like things happen for a reason. I never used to believe that before, man, but there's so much shit that has happened to me that at the time I was devastated by and almost crushed by and just turned out to be such a blessing now. But yeah. And then like two months ago, um, some other people, I made my videos, somebody asked on one of my videos, Hey, can you make this downloadable so I can save it? And I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, sure. And at that point, I had like 140,000 followers or whatever on TikTok. It was crazy. Instagram's still private. I allowed that. And then some big accounts download my shit and start reposting it and tagging my Instagram. So I made my Instagram public. And I went from like 500 followers to like 40,000 in like two days. No, less than that. Yeah, you I don't went, know. You went, for, you went yeah. from five. I'm going to tell you right now because it was amazing to watch. You went from yeah. about... 440 followers to like 45 K in a matter of less than 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, man, like after those big accounts, then everyone else started doing it and now they're all watching my shit. So every time I have post something on TikTok that goes viral, these accounts download it and post it on Instagram. And it's like, it's cool, you know, that I get all the love from them, but it's like, I post it on Instagram and I'll get like, you know, 500,000 views, they post it and get like 10 million. Yes. So That's why they do what they do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome to the show. I have so many videos that get reposted on Facebook yeah. and shit. Dude, they got 3.5 million. I got yeah. like 2,500 people. Dude, and that's what's actually crazy is where my shit blew up was on Twitter and Facebook. Two things I'm not on. The right. first one that downloaded it was dudes posting W's on Twitter. Yes. And everyone started like, hey, what's going on? And then, yeah, man, it's just been wild. And then I did, uh, you know, lad bibles like yo can we have your content i was like sure and then uh, not a fan of them i'm mad at them right now lad bible if you're yeah. listening to this i'm still really mad at you go ahead yeah yeah no and that was cool and then i did like power positivity and stuff like that and i got a few more coming out pretty quick but that's awesome yeah bro. man it's just it's the shift for me of being like ashamed to being like yo you've done something cool obviously people care like why not just kind of run with it you know Right. Mm -hmm. I'd be lying if I didn't say I don't struggle every day with like, what are you doing, dude? Well, like that's what I was about to ask next, next, which is like, I think a lot of people, um, social media fame is a blessing and a curse. Yes. Um, where everyone sits, I can, I can tell you a dozen people inside of ALG that constantly crave that that validation, and then they don't understand. I am from great opportunity or from, from great, uh, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Great power comes great responsibility with the fact that like, now you have 10,000 people in your DMS reaching at you try. You're still in the process of figuring this to fuck out how you're going to yep. sustain it, all this kind of stuff, but they're reaching out to you asking to save their life. And so how has that process been? Have you, like, like, again, some people it's like, I have to post, I have to comment everything. And they, they, they burn themselves out. Cause they, they reply to every single day. For example, this is, I had a, uh, someone, um, off my TikTok. he commented and he said to me like six months ago, Hey man, your inspiration. This is the reason I'm losing weight, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Hey, keep me in the loop. All of a sudden he, he DMs me on Instagram and he goes, bro, 
I sent you, a, I sent you a message three months ago. Where the fuck you been? Blah, blah, blah. Are you, 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 uh, you not listening to me. Yeah. And then I screenshot him and say, bro, I haven't gotten anything from you. Like I, I even show him, like I screenshot, I was like, I, I, I haven't got anything. And so it must've been on his end that he sent something, but I didn't receive it. And then he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I thought you were um, ignoring me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, people don't understand how personal they take social media influencers and it's and like just, just that realm. So how has that been for you? Yeah, man, I think I've been really lucky because the internet's a wild place, but my shit is 99.9% overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I take it as that I love, like I love reading that shit when I'm at the gym, the comments, the messages I try to get to all of them, but it's, I mean, it's impossible. You guys know that, but the ones that get to me are like, yo bro i don't know what to do i'm lost i weigh this much how do i do it you know and it's and this is a really kind of bizarre thing that's happened too is i've been so open and honest on my stuff about like my journey and you know hitting rock bottom that people for some reason feel compelled to share their life stories with me Mm -hmm. and it's i try to be compassionate and i try and be but man it gets heavy sometimes and there's the one point like i had got a message one time and i'll I'll never say who it was, but that I had to go and talk to my therapist like twice about it because it, it was a, Hey man, I saw your video tonight. It's going to make me tear up. Um, and I'm gonna stick around. Just want to let you know. (sighs) Sorry. And that I was like, yo, are you messing back? Like, yo, bro, message me tomorrow. And then had a conversation with the next day, but it's like, dude, I'm not somebody that people should be, you know? Yeah. I don't know. No, I get it, man. But, you know, it's just shit like that. Like, now I have this responsibility because there's people out there that really need help. And it's like, if I have a, a way to help them, I'm absolutely going to do it. But it's, you just can't, can't do it all. I want to congratulate you because you've started something that is way bigger than yourself now. And that's what everyone who's in that influencer realm, people that get popular on social media, that's what a lot of people have to understand. And a lot of people lose that when they get up to a certain level that, you know, you didn't decide for this to happen. I am in the same boat. I did not decide for my Instagram to suddenly get popular. But because of that, we are now part of something bigger than ourselves. And people look at us because of what we've done as a guiding light. And if we turn our back, and this is how I just think of it because I'm a crazy fuck. But like, if we turn our back onto someone who's reaching out to us, I've been that guy on that side of the screen. Whether I reached out to somebody or not, I've been that guy. And I can't stomach the fact of thinking I'm turning my back on me because I've done that already. I turned my back on me. I was 510 pounds. You know what I mean? So I get it, dude. Like it, it takes a lot. It takes a mental toll. And like, listen, we're, we're comparing apples to oranges now. Like you are in a stratosphere all your own when it comes to numbers and all that bullshit that really doesn't make a difference, but it does. Um, But I get it. And I know David understands as well. Uh, What I wanted to say now is like, besides the TikTok, besides the instagram are you working on anything big um i know all these people i know someone else in the realm is is now developing an app coming out with a weight loss app, i mean a, a workout app are you thinking of doing anything like that are you kind of just going to be jay forever what do you want to do yeah man so i mean there's part of this too i'm just touching on like so i took three months off of work to travel and kind of see the world you know and, and this is going to lead into answering your question um and 
I had to, you know, I went back to work after three months because I, I want skin surgery. There's things I want to do to where mm-hmm. things that cost a lot of money, you know, and I want to chase my dreams. So right now I'm kind of living the minimalistic lifestyle, you know, I have no bills, but I'm still grinding on that aspect. So the big goals for me, um, there's, I've always known in my life that it, my life would have purpose if I'm helping somebody else. That's why I work in education. I help kids go to college. You know, I teach, like I do things that it gives me joy to help other people. So I feel like now I have an opportunity that maybe I could do that somehow. Um, And I haven't really ironed out or planned a bunch of things. It's just, you know, that's a possibility for me now. Um, Right now I'm just focusing on Jay because I still got, I still got to fix myself before I can pretend to help somebody else, you know? Absolutely. So um, some, I mean, there's some big things just, you know, media wise and stuff coming out, but as far as like anything else like that, you know, no solid ends right now. Just, just chilling. I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, the door is always open in the ALG realm for you. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Of course. Um, David, do you have anything you would like to say, ask, talk about? Um, so, so I'm actually intrigued because you, I don't think we actually got into it. So you made the pivot recently of a different nutritional plan that's more sustainable. What, what has that process been like? Like, what are you doing now? So it's not, I mean, it's definitely more sustainable than what I'm doing, but I'm still in a deficit, a big deficit to where, you know, if you're the volume eating and stuff helps, but if you're trying to lose a significant amount of weight, hunger is part of it. You know, you just got to be, be okay with that. So now I'm like excited to get to my goal. It's to, to like figure out what the maintenance is and then kind of reverse diet a little bit and build, you know, like I'm excited to be able to eat like a normal human again here in a few months, but okay. uh, the more sustainable part of it is just not, not having to completely restrict everything, you know, mm-hmm. and, and mine wasn't a food addiction. So it's not like avoiding it or all go crazy. It's more like, like I said before, just you get that when you get to where you want to go, you know? Right. So how much more is it that you want to lose? Um, you know, my original goal was 250 and I'm only like 20 pounds away from that now. So it's, mm-hmm. and I know I, my 250 was just cause that's where I was comfortable at, but I was playing football at, at the time. Um, so, you know, I play it by ear, probably get down to like, I don't know what would be appropriate for surgery, probably like 230, 220, maybe. I don't, how tall are you again? Six foot. Yeah. So yeah, you could get down to like 240, 235. Yeah. Cause yeah. you, you got to remember that you got, you don't want to get solid. Too lean. You got a solid 15, maybe 20 pounds of excess skin on you. So like when you yeah. think about, when you think about 230, you're actually right. 215. Right. Gotcha. And that's when it becomes, yeah. you, you come looking out like a skeleton afterward. Like I did, you know, yeah. I got too lean before I had my tummy tuck. And when I got out, I looked fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And, and I, uh, I know once I do that, then I'm going to start, you know, reversing, bulking up and stuff. Mm-hmm. My brother's, my brother's a bodybuilder and stuff, and he's building his own gym and stuff. So I'm going to start doing that and see, you know, nice. if I can get, get big awesome. and fill out. Cause dude, I feel so like seeing my bones and seeing like my ankles and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre to me. Cause I feel like i literally feel like if I smacked it on something, I'd break it. Cause I ain't got no padding there. <laughs> shit, you know? That's how I felt right after my first, uh, the excess skin removal surgery with my waist, hips and butt, um, like your love handles where like, when you take a hit on that hip bone, it fucking hurts. That shit hurts, boy. It hurts. And like, I, that was never a thing. And like, you, we ain't you playing know, bumper cars no more. You there's know no, saying? yeah, there's no, that it fucking hurts. <laughs> it's yeah. just something you don't think about. 
Did my when I lay on my side now and my knees touch together and bone to bone. That shit sucks. I got to put a pillow there now. Yep. You and that the ass. weirdest feeling in the world. Bone to bone is the not weirdest fun. one for me was feeling like my hip bones and like my rib cage now sticks out farther than my moves, you know? So like yeah. when I lay down or like the collarbones, yeah, it's just been wild, man. Okay. Okay. Hmm. What are some, what are some more questions for Jay? What are, yeah, some... I don't like to prepare questions, especially when I don't, have a guest I don't like Jay, because yeah, yeah. it's just, cause it's more of a conversation or anything. Um, I would love to, Take me through, you went through three months of just like off the grid. Because yeah. like, correct me if I'm wrong, you made a deal uh, um, that with your psychologist uh, that if you didn't m- take a massive shift within your emotional state, you would figure out a different path. Let's put it that yeah. way. Um, so what was that like to like go across the country with your pup? And like, w- were there any deep-seated moments that like made a euphoric change was it like over the three months you just felt different what was it what was that like for you yeah man I'm actually really glad you asked that this has been a huge part of this for me I feel I don't know some people call it like a spiritual awakening or whatever I just feel like I woke up one day and decided certain things so yeah I made the deal with my therapist because I mean little backstory started going to therapy right when I started losing weight and been working through a lot of past trauma that led me to get to 480 pounds because I was you know using alcohol to cope and shit but when you put in that work it gets it gets hard before it gets better you Mm -hmm. know what I mean shit that I hadn't talked about for 10 years yeah it's like rubbing off a scam it's scab it's gonna bleed a little bit so it got me to a point where like my anxiety was getting super bad some other stuff and and she wanted me to consider medication and I'm like I'm terrified of medications, so I've just never taken them. Um, and I'm like, let me, so we came up with an alternative plan. You know, I'm going to take this leave from work. I've always been like at peace in nature. And so I knew that I was going to go be alone and try and figure out myself and try and make my mental health better. I um, mean, I started with three weeks in Hawaii. Like I just bought a one-way ticket and took off. That sounds, that sounds awful i don't know who'd want to yeah. do that <laughs> did I, I after the big island i made my way to oahu and i stayed in north shore in a shipping container home and no just sur- surfing every day snorkeling with the turtles just like waking up every day and like i'm gonna do whatever i want and i'm gonna actually just love today and then i mean i rented a harley and drove it across the island like it was just so sick and then um i knew i wanted to see more and i was running out of time so I was driving by the airport one day and I just hopped off, got on a plane, came back. And yeah, I drove, I did most of the Western States. I did like 10 States, but I think the moment, yes, about a moment for me, I took my dog to me with Oregon and Washington. We drove the coast and I made it to the HOH and I was staying in the rainforest and just, I've never been in like a rainforest before, you know, and, but I've always loved camping in the mountains, but this was something different. Like it was raining, but the water never touched you. And just sitting there with my dog, like, I'm never going back to the grind every day to pay my bills, to not live my life, and maybe get two weeks of vacation a year. You know, that's just not how I want to live my life. And you mentioned money earlier. I have some savvy stuff that I've done to build some passive income, some real estate investments and stuff. But when I started this journey, I sold everything. And I, uh, I still have, you know, stocks and portfolio but i sold all my i sold my house i was in a five bedroom three bathroom house and now i lived and then for three months i lived out of my truck traveling because i built like a camper in it 
and now I'm in like a little tiny home box just because it's, you know, I have no bills, everything's paid off. I'm trying to stack, but this, it was just this awakening of what I want my life to be, what I want to accomplish. And, and, you know, what I thought success was before isn't what I think success is now, you know, Mm -hmm. success before was having the house and the family and the career and education. Success, success to me now is I just want to be fucking happy, man. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care if it makes anyone else happy. I think, I mean, that's so profound to me because it's like I, I have this conversation constantly, which is, um, I can't remember who I heard it from, but it's like when push comes to shove, ninety or it's forty-five percent of people's mental energy goes to the past on a day-to-day basis. Forty-five percent goes into the future on a day-to-day basis. 5% is, uh, or 2.5% or something like that is in things that don't matter. What am I going to have for lunch? What, what, what's, what, should I go left or should I go right? And then only three to 5% on a day-to-day basis is spent in the present. Just being like, wow, that's a cool sunset. Or like, what's that dog doing? Oh, that's so, super cool. And I have found that euphoric blissful happiness is in that person it's in the present like it's never in the future and it's never in the past and like coming to that that's the one thing about america and the eastern world or the western world is like it's all about go 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 learn from the past like past and future that's it and it's like no take a break hang out with your parents chill with your dog like be in the moment is what like where true blissful happiness comes because otherwise that's where anxiety comes from you're constantly thinking about the past that you can't control or you can't change or you're thinking about the future that you number one have no idea the tr- what, what the reality is and so people just get caught and there's like this this habitual like well what if this happens and what if aliens show up tomorrow and fucking kill us all yeah. like what is the point of that that's probably <laughs> gonna happen soon <laughs> yeah, it will. yeah and it's funny you say that too because my therapist kind of got on me while i was going through like that three months in the treatment like i have anxiety disorder that flares up and then i just took off on the road with no plan of where i was going or where i was staying mm-hmm. so then it'd be like nine or ten at night and i'd be like oh shit i need to figure out like, you know? <laughs> where am i sleeping tonight yeah and then uh but th- but like you were saying, those euphoric moments of being in the present, that is so fucking hard to practice. You know, it's yeah. it's great to say, but I even like I went to Crater Lake and I didn't research Crater Lake before and I'd never been there. And I remember walking up over this brim like I just drove up and it's like a sign, but I didn't know what I was going to see. And I remember walking over this thing and truly like for the first time in my life had my fucking breath taken away. Like what is this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen no people there i was there early in the morning um because i was going to do a hike and my mind went to oh this is beautiful and then it instantly went to damn i wish i had somebody to share this with mm-hmm. you know and it's like and then t- i thought about that for two days like dude you're you're on your own you're doing whatever you want you're having fun you're hiking you're going to these national parks like why are you thinking about everything that's happened to you or everything that could possibly happen and so every day I tried to do just like what you said, like live in the present, just be happy with where I am. I was alone the whole time. You know, my dog was with me in Oregon and Washington, but yeah, you learn a lot about yourself spending three months in a car with music and, or in nature with nobody, but your thoughts. Yeah. You learn a lot of shit, man. Well, I think it's, it's just the strength of, of like meditation. Like it's, it's that what you're doing is a meditative process, which is being able to focus 
your thought and like focus right. what you're doing where um, meditation was a process for me that helped a lot with food cravings. It helped a lot with anxiety. It helped a lot with the different things. Why? Because the, just like you were saying, it's like, it's hard to explain. It's hard to, it's hard to teach or train. Like someone says meditation. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, well, I, yeah, I close my eyes and, and hum. Oh, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, no, what is meditation? What is what you are doing there? It's the idea of focusing your thought and not allowing your brain just to go willy nilly. It's like, no, like, for example, like, like meditation is okay. I'm going to focus on my breath. And it's like, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just focusing on my breath, focus on my breath. And also when I think about, I wonder what a cheeseburger smells like. No, 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 pull it back. That's a workout. That's a rep right there. And it's like, right when you were like looking at the, the lake and you're like, as soon as you're going, I wish someone was here with me. And then you pull it back. Like that's a rep. Like that is teaching your brain. That is a, that is a bicep curl of being able to not be at cause with your brain, but being out of effect with it, which is like being able to be like, no, no, pull it back. Like I can control this, pull it back. And like that, that's how I was explaining it. Yeah, I, I just got to throw a disclaimer. I cheated um, because then I just made a TikTok and then spent two hours after reading about how I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's honestly one of the, when I was on the road, you shared it with someone. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll share it with the internet. I just folks. shared it with the world, actually. Yeah. Shared it with a so, hundred thousand persons. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. What uh so then when you were in so you're telling me in the three months you were in Hawaii, just kind of your first like diving into this being by yourself, you didn't talk to anyone, you didn't hang out with that, you didn't make any friends. So I was only in Hawaii for three weeks. And yeah, so most of it I had I have a friend that lives there that mm-hmm. I kind of showed me around a little bit, drove us around. Right. That's what I thought, that you met yeah. up with someone there. Yeah, in Hawaii, the first yeah. three weeks for sure. Yeah. And then I had a buddy, um, they flew in too. So I got to see like, they were all my high school buddies, got to hang out with them. They showed me around, but yeah, then, um, after that it was solo. So yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Awesome. And then when you were in say was Washington, uh, Oregon, you were with your dog, yeah. but out like you didn't talk to anyone those weeks you were out there. No, nope. Uh, no shit. I did meet up with, so I mean, it's just kind of bizarre, dude, with this internet stuff. So yeah, Oregon, Washington, solo, um, Utah, Nevada, solo, California, solo, um, Denver. I met up with an old college buddy and hung out with him for a couple of days, but mostly solo. And then like internet people, dude, I was like posting that I was in Colorado and I wanted to go to Red Rocks. And they're like, yo, Red Rocks, dirty heads tonight, meet us at the tailgate. So I just met up like these people from my Instagram and hung out with That's them. That's awesome. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Then uh, walked in to Red Rocks, saw the concert, but yeah. And then there's like cool people in LA. Like I posted that I want to go skydiving and stuff. And there's people that I've been talking to that are like, hey man, like this one guy's a pilot. He's like, yo, we'll cross both those off, come down. You know, so that's been very cool about it too. So that's cool. But yeah, mostly it's just been camping out of my truck or like cowboy camping under the stars by myself. I did some backpacking trips where you just, you know, hike 10 miles in and stay in there. So so what are you eating? What are you eating? Beef jerky, canned fucking tuna fish, and like dude crackers? on the road. On the road, yeah. I got creative. So my well, my truck I built in like a decked box that has um, slide outs under it. So I had oh, a okay. kitchen, I had All like right. a stove and stuff, and then I had a solar shower. 
you know, shit bucket or whatever, but I was eating like, yeah, a lot of like tuna, a lot of tuna packets, a lot of protein chips. And then like at night I'd cook a dinner, but, or if I was going through town, I'd just stop at Costco and get a rotisserie chicken and fuck that thing up for a couple days, you know? Yeah. So. Costco rotisserie chicken is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Solid, yeah. Or solid then plan. like when I was on the Oregon coast and shit, I'd eat like fish, fresh fish, you know, good stuff. And then just park my truck on the beach you're telling me you made, truck, it, you, you made it you caught it yourself oh no just how you're fly fishing like pulling yeah. in just well dog i gotta get some dinner tonight for us yeah yeah no that's cool though layla loved it for sure that's awesome no that's that's really cool what is the what is the greatest thing that you learned about yourself during that adventure um man that's such a good question um Man, I think, and this might get a little deep, but I think being able to acknowledge the fact that I went through some shit and I'm on the other side. Because so much of my life, like my rationale in my brain is like I'd start feeling bad about myself or about what, what happened. And I'm like, you know, there's people in Africa that can't eat tonight and you're complaining because your girlfriend broke up with you. Like there's people that have real struggles. Like your shit doesn't matter. Like just man up. And I told myself that narrative for so long. And then my therapist one day was like, dude, you're, you've been through more than most people have. You have real trauma. It's okay to accept that and like acknowledge right. that shit. And when I was on the road, just being able to be like, okay, yes, that happened, but look where you're at now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it happened for a reason. So absolutely. Um, have you forgiven yourself? Um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Like, do I, do I accept the fact that I let myself get that big? No. Um, am I okay with it now and realizing it happened and there's nothing I can do about it? Yeah. But I just didn't give a shit for so long, man. And, you know, that's kind of sucks. I still feel like I wasted my 20s a little bit, you know? Right. Like, I was in college and shit, but I, like, the last five years when I started getting real big, I stopped snowboarding, I stopped skating, I stopped doing everything that I love doing. So I don't forgive myself for wasting those five years, but I forgive myself that you know, some things happened that I didn't handle the right way. Absolutely. So but I think, yeah. I, I think off of that, um, it was something I was said way earlier that I was going to speak upon before we pivoted. And it was kind of both, all three of us are in this position now where it's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the path, it is, it, it is not feasibly possible that I will ever be 400 pounds again. Zero For, chance. There's just nothing like there is, no like take my fucking legs in a car accident. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It is not an option. No. Zero. And I think there's a lot of people even that have had massive transformations that need to make that decision. Oh yeah. Like that, that is like, that is because there's so much, there's so much stress taking off your life. This is the whole idea, like fear of the past and fear of the future. Like you're, you're constantly thinking about the past and constantly being a future where it's like, it is not even a fucking option. Like there is nowhere in my life from a, there's nothing that it is physically impossible. I'm telling you right now, doctors genetically try to change my DNA to make me fucking fat again. It's mm -hmm. not fucking happening. No, no, it, it isn't. I don't, I don't know if how I have to change it, how, like what habits I have to change nutrition workouts, all that kind of stuff. It is not a fucking option. And I think that there is something that a lot of people need to hear that in a deeper sense, because that decision 
is so you take off so much weight with it. I mean, I don't know if you guys are in the same boat where it's like yeah. when I made that decision where it's not even an option going back, it makes the process so much easier. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's hard because you can't ever explain to people the feeling of not feeling that way anymore, you know? Right. Like yeah. what it feels like to not have to carry that burden of being that heavy anymore. Dude, I remember I went on a date like a month ago and walked into this old restaurant I used to go to. And the waitress goes, would you guys like a booth or a table? And the girl goes, a booth. And my head instantly went like, fuck. Like, yeah. this is going to be awkward. And then I'm like, my Wait mind starts like, what? Dude, no, you're fine. And I sat yeah. down and had a huge gap and had a great time. But I'm like, yeah. instantly my head went, hey, this is going to be a problem, bro. <laughs> like, just the feeling of being so, like, going. Speak up, buddy. Yeah. Do whatever you want, you know. It's just that feeling of being that big and being restricted on the things that you love and living your life fully. Yeah. No fucking chance. I'll ever go back there. Absolutely. And it's such a, and it's like a, it's a new, it's like a new feeling every time, like every time that happens, it it feels like it's the first time again. Like I recently went to universal and when I go on rides, I still feel like I'm not going to fit in the seat. And then when that shit closes and the guy walks to the guy behind me, I'm like, Holy shit, we're riding this ride. Like, and it feels brand new every time. And like, I wouldn't trade that for anything else in the world. Anything like when you have a, when you live a life that is so limited, you know, I'm not just talking movement, but I'm just talking about the things that you're able to do and the things you're able to enjoy. And you get past that and you're able to have unlimited experiences because that's what life is, right? Life is just a whole bunch of experiences put together. When you enjoy those experiences, life is totally different. Like, and I mean, listen, we're talking to someone who's had some of the best experiences ever, you know, in such a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those listening at home, that's what life is. What's the what's the meaning of life? Have the best experiences possible. There you go. Write that down. You 100%. Know? Um, what I want to ask you, because I don't know if you remember this, but I I asked you this a long time ago and you couldn't answer it. Um, what is your favorite thing about Jay? um man dude that's i honestly love a lot of shit about myself now like i love the the confidence that comes back is incredible you know because like i I used to be an athlete and i used to just and that comes back has been awesome my favorite thing about me right now would be um that i did the damn thing i said i was going to do something and i did it you know and i'm still doing it so i'm proud of myself for not getting bogged down to the details and just putting my nose down and grinding you know absolutely david before we wind this puppy down is there anything else that you would like to say share talk about uh life's about experience this is a whole tangent but i think it's just kind of funny i i have you ever and this is gonna be funny because you're gonna mock me because you think that i'm just some golden spoon with 16 golden spoons on my mouth um have you ever gone to like disney or universal for free yes there is no better euphoric feeling than going to Walt Disney World for free, because like when you go, when you go and you paid one hundred and ten dollars to go, oh, it's in. so much more than that. Stop, stop kidding. Wait, how, okay. how does this happen? How do you get free shit? Because sign me up. Oh well, at the time for Disney it was I had friends that worked for Disney, and yeah. so I just got free yeah. guest passes. Oh, so uh, not that. Cool. I guarantee like, you. Like, I guarantee you have friends. You, you have, have friends that work at Disney. You have like four hundred thousand followers. If you said yeah. one of you motherfuckers can give me a free yeah, pass, if, if you woke up tomorrow morning and was like, you know what, I Tuesday, guarantee I want to go to Disney. Yo, can I throw a plug real quick? Because it's Absolutely. getting cold and I need to go snowboarding. 
Like somebody hook me up, dude. I need hundred percent. Plug, plug, plug it up, baby. Gear. That's I ride so burden. I ride ride. I got a forum board. Like none of it. Fits if anymore. I see a video tomorrow on your social media about this, I'm gonna die. I'm, yes. <laughs> Help me out, dude. But it's but you. I'm serious though. Like the, uh, people that work at like Disney and stuff, they get so many free yeah, family so many, guest pass. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, they never use them all. And uh, so, like one time, I went there, and I had a I had a friend who worked for Disney, and so she gave me a free free pass. And like you talk about when you go in there, it's like one hundred and sixty dollars or whatever it is, and you're just like, I need to do everything. I need to do everything. I need to do everything because I got to make it worth my while. First time you go in there, and it's like this is free, and I you're like, you, you you walk really slow, you look around at people, and they're frantically getting in line, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been back to a theme park yet. That's I got to cross that off. Oh, that's, that's got to be on the path. Yeah, absolutely. I love theme parks. Um, all right. So do we do the questions? We haven't done we do. this in a while. We do the questions. Yeah, we definitely got to do questions. All right, cool. Uh, Jay, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself about a year and two months ago, actually the day before the first ALG call, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, if you could go back in time and talk to You're, yourself the day before the ALG call, what would you tell yourself? Um, it's worth it. Keep grinding. Blocker number. I like that. All right, my brother. I need you to give me three solid pieces of advice for people who are listening to this. It does not have to just be about weight loss. Yeah. Number one, get your mental health in check. You cannot have a physical body unless your mind is healthy. Uh, in my opinion, if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, that's step one. Um, step two, I said this one last time, but uh, leaders read. And then number three, biggest piece of advice, uh, enjoy the ride. You know, if you want, you want to get to Z, you don't have to go from A to Z. You got to enjoy the letters on the way. I 100% I agree with that. If every day is a freaking white knuckle and oh, I got to go to the gym again and oh, I got to eat yeah. another grilled chicken salad, good luck sustaining yeah. that. Yeah. The gains in between. Love it. That's my favorite saying, man. Um, Shout out, you. Jordan. I love you, brother. Um, Jay, honestly, yeah, I mean, I know I just said it, but from the bottom of my heart, I love you, dude. Um, I am so proud to know you because not because of everything else, just because watching you transform before my very own eyes has been so cool um you came into our life when we started this alg thing and we had no background in what we did we did not even know what direction was up and you just kept showing up and the more you showed up the more you opened up and it and it was like such an experience to get to know you and to really learn who you are so like i know that we've yet to meet face to face but i know over the last year i've made a brother so i really want to thank you for that um david's still a bitch and um he can't he just can't he just just jay can 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 you please ask this motherfucker right here to say one nice thing about me please he'll hey, listen I'll, to you he'll I'll listen to you nice. i'll say something nice. no i don't want to hear from ALG, you because you're a ALG, nice person alg has been a huge part of this dude and i appreciate you guys man i don't know Thank you. it's it's been uh, such a big piece an important piece so yeah that's another piece of advice Join a community that supports you and lifts you up. You know, surround yourself with people that give a shit. Thank you, David. The nice yeah. thing I'll say about you is you always take my shit. <laughs> always, and I mean it out of love. For those that don't understand, if I don't like you, I'm not breaking your balls. Like I just won't talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know? it works. That's how it works. It's broken. Bro, boys. 
I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, boys. Um, all right, fam. I want to thank said you something all. nice about me. Mom, I got him to say something nice about me. Can I do the closing promo or do I have to get jives in here to fucking smack you around? Alfred. All right. Guys, I hope that if you've listened to this all the way through, you've enjoyed it. If you have, please send this to someone who you think it will inspire. Uh, please, again, five-star, rate and review the show. Send it to a friend. Um, you can join us each and every single Wednesday night on the ALG community call, and you can access that call by going to accountablelifegroup.com, clicking on the events page and hopping in through Zoom. You can join ALG coaching. We offer group and one-on-one -on -one coaching. You can visit www.algcoaching.com. And if you are looking to get the Accountable Life Journal, you can head on to Amazon.com and search that up. That's the ALG Accountable Life Journal. We have a sequel coming out. And I think that, oh, no, wait. And a shout out to our sponsors, Redcon One. If you want to save 20% for the highest state of readiness, go to Redcon1.com. Use promo code T20JARPS. That's T20JARPS. That's it. That's the show. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. Stay accountable. Until next time. Toodles. Be good, guys. Love you. Money. <laughs>